I mean, I have silence on. I don't have chat, so I'm probably. I already started recording. Hey, everybody, this is Bernard. And this is Samir. And welcome to a redo of the Angry Blurs podcast. Well, the nerds are black and nerds are angry. We didn't have to yeah. tell everyone this redo. I already posted the episode, so they kind of already know if they've already listened to it. Uh, did, any, did you see any views on it? I didn't check the views. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I don't think we get that many viewers that they're going to just jump on a new episode immediately. Well, we got 44 plays this week. That was even before I posted the episode, so. You uh, done crunching? Wasn't crunching. I turned into you and had a drink. All right. Uh-huh. So first things first, Malcolm D. Lee, who is the director of Space Jam, A New Legacy, came out the bat and said it's better than the original. Yeah, keep in mind, you know, most directors say that if they're doing a sequel or a remake, you know, 20 plus years later, but you just going to jump out there and say that without any type of reviews or anything whatsoever. All right. It's going to be pretty easy to top the first movie. And I'm not saying the first movie wasn't well liked. I'm just saying if you pull out the nostalgia glasses for a little bit, you'll, it wasn't that good of a movie. Look, I'm just saying, I like Malcolm D. Lee, but come on, it's not even about nostalgia at this point. I mean, because Space Jam isn't even in my top 10 favorite movies. It shouldn't be. I mean, from my childhood, not of all time. Again, it shouldn't be. Yeah. But, yeah, it was trending for the past couple of days because of what Malcolm D. Lee said. The quote-unquote redesign of Lola Bunny. But keep in mind that she's been designed that way since the Cartoon Network Looney Tunes show, which was on for, I think, for like four years, so... Yeah, but on that on that one, she wasn't an athlete, so I guess that's why people are mass uh, upset, possibly. I guess I mean, but it's not like you know, bugs and and any of the other Looney Tunes were ripped or. Correct. It's just why it was such an issue of contention because, uh, she was the only one that was sexualized. Exactly. So, I don't know why the internet losing their minds. It's just like, hey, we're good now. The slate is balanced, and. One of the funny things that uh, that Malcolm D. Lee spoke about on uh, in an interview with Entertainment Weekly, he said that LeBron is assembling the team and he finds Lola in Themyscira of all places. I mean, sometimes you just gotta, you know, reconnect with, with, with some like-minded sisters. Yeah, I guess. But Space Jam: A New Legacy will be out sometime mid-June. Can't remember the exact release date, so be on the lookout for it. You got HBO Max, you get to stream it for 30 days. All right. Samir, what do you got? All right, what do I got? Okay, so uh, off the bat, I'm... Okay, so I guess this is going to be a two, a two-pronged one, a, two, a two-hitter. So I, uh, this week, they announced that they are doing a uh, live-action movie based on the horror manga Helsing, which is... Mm-hmm. um Yeah, so that, that's pretty dope. It's one of my favorite series. Um Growing up, I think I mean I own all ten, um, all ten um, volumes, and I also own the entirety of the OVA Helsing Ultimate. So to say I'm a fan is a little bit of an understatement. Um, the manga, which is uh, written and drawn by Kota Hirano, it, it's been published from two. I'm sorry, uh, ninety-seven to two thousand eight, all the way through. And uh, they're, hopefully they draw inspiration from the manga or the OVA, not the original anime series from the early 2000s, because that one was a bit trash. 
But yeah, I'm excited. And this one shouldn't be hard to do. All right. Most of the characters are of a European descent. You don't have to do any crack casting from the Far East. Okay, you just you get all the source material already lined out. It should be pretty easy to adapt. The only thing I would have to say might be a little hard is the costume. The costume design is going to have some work cut out for them. Um, I mean, if you've ever seen the art in this series, it, it, everything, I love the art style and how he draws his characters, but their their proportions are a little exaggerated and some of their um one or two of the characters have very outlandish fashion statements. But other than that, everyone's pretty cool, militaristic and uh, aristocratic, um, uh, English, at least aristocratically English, I guess. And um, yeah, it looks pretty cool. I can't wait to see what they do with that. I'm, I'm actually pretty hopeful only because um, they did so well with Lita Battle Angel. But yeah, but that was James Cameron and Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, this one is um, done. It's going to be done by. Um, let me see, Brian. Uh, let me see who's doing the the. Uh, I want to say Brian Kavanaugh. Yeah. Okay. So hang on. So the uh, the project's other producers will include Brian Kavanaugh, Jones, and Fred Berger, and Seven Rangers Seven Seven uh, Rangers Sevens Films, Mike Callaghan and Ruben um, Liver. So these are the producers and the. Uh, the director is um, the, uh, the, I'm sorry, the writer is uh, the John Wicks franchise writer, which is Derek Colstead, teaming up with um, Amazon Studios to do the movie. So I'm a little excited about the um, the production team. So hopefully uh, it doesn't suck. It doesn't suck. Yeah. All right. Oh, additionally, here's my second part of this uh, note. Uh, there's actually a list of other um, live action um, projects that are being converted from anime that uh, have been known and may not be known to the general public. Uh, apparently, One Punch Man is getting um, a uh, in development. It's in, are you shitting me? Yeah, One Punch Man. Yep. Um, ben writers Scott Rosenberg and uh, Jeff uh, Pink Pinkner. Uh, are um, crafting the screenplay right now. Avi Rad is um, producing. So Avi okay. Rad, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Well, uh, Avi's attached to it. I kind of have faith in it because he was the producer for Sam Raimi's trilogy of Spider-Man and a couple other things. Okay. Um, we know about Kyle Bebop, so that's the thing. One yeah. Piece is being written right now. So no, okay. Jesus Christ. That, that yeah, Matt Owens. So here, here, Matt Owens. Uh, who recently worked on um, Marvel's Luke Cage and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Defenders. So that was actually, okay, so he might know what he's doing. Now, here's the thing with the casting on One Piece. Um, again, ambiguously uh, ethnic characters, you may be able to get away with casting a, a slew of white people. So once again, casting shouldn't be hard. Uh, costume design, got to be on point. Who, once again, they got their work cut out for them. Also, special effects team got to be on point too. Like, dear God, this movie's going to be a touch and go. I, I don't know why they even tempting this one, but Godspeed to them. Um, apparently, there's going to be a Mobile Suit Gundam uh, uh, movie. It's being written right now. And um, let me see. Apparently, um, Brian K. Vaughn is reportedly writing the script, and he's doing Why the Last Man. Well, he did Why the Last Man. So there's that. And that seems like and Ultimate X-Men. Oh, yeah, and Ultimate X-Men, correct. Um, apparently they're doing they're writing your name, which okay, I am not sure 
I this needs a remake. I think the movie came out in um what it came out in 2018. It's a it's a it's a fairly recent film. Honestly, I don't know why you would need to remake this uh, movie, but uh, all right. So this one, instead of two high schoolers in Japan, it will star a Native American woman in a rural area and a young man from Chicago. Maybe okay. So Amazing Spider-Man's director Mark Webb is at the helm, uh, and the arrival screenwriter uh, Eric Hessler. Hessler. I'm I'm botching that last name up. Anyways, uh, the, the screenwriter um, from the arrival. All right. So good resumes on these people so hopefully this one doesn't suck i this once again when you when you flip uh ethnicities and, and locations people tend to get a little touchy i don't know i'm gonna keep an open mind for this one but the original uh, animated film is, is near perfect if not perfect so i don't know they might not have should have touched this one um definitely getting a sequel now this is his, his issue with this one why see this is why yeah why exactly this is why people who go to see train wrecks those morbid People, I'm, I almost almost cussed on this on this goddamn podcast. Got me upset. You you want you want to see something so bad? You can you curse. Yes, I know I can curse, Bernard. Stop interrupting me. Anyways, the the notion that people see movies because they're bad and want to see how bad they are. This is why we're getting a sequel because everyone tuned in on Netflix a bunch of years ago to see this movie and it sucks. And now Netflix thinks it was good. No, it was trash. Everyone want to see how trash it was. That's it. There's no way to salvage this project. Let it die. But no, go ahead and put a, a, a sequel out and see how many people um, watch it. Probably nobody. If it's yeah. in a constellation and I didn't watch it. The first movie was a sizable hit, apparently. You know why? Because everybody saw it. Freaking pissed off that it's even getting a sequel. God dang it. Uh, apparently, Naruto is being written. Um, it's done by, it's getting the director uh, of The Greatest Showman, Michael um, Gracie, is uh, confirmed to be directing the live action Naruto movie. I don't know how y'all gonna do this one. Um, yeah, so Gracie said they still want, they were still in the scripting stage and don't want to stop until they know the creator, Masashi Kishimoto, is pleased. Okay, hopefully that, that, that means good things, but I don't know, man. I mean, J.K. Rowling was on set of um, Harry Potter and the fans still weren't, um, weren't, uh, uh, happy. At least some of them were. All right, Akira, as we know, has been in development hell for 12 years? More? Um, so Thor Ragnarok's director, Taika Waititi, was uh, was all set to film the live action Akira this year after the script after the script difficulties called delay. Waititi was searching for an, uh, actors in the movie that was awarded almost $2 million in California tax benefits. So there's that. Um, that's, that's a weird thing. I wonder what happened with that. Anyways, bottom line, the movie is on hold. All right, that, that's kind of went off on tangent with that one. I don't know why this movie is still being made. Um, it's, it seems like it's destined to be hated, honestly. So who knows? Uh, Robotech is getting a series, um, a movie, I'm sorry, in development. So that's cool. Um, they're they're going to reattempt Attack on Titan. And again, this one, like Helsing, should have Why? Worked. I mean, what? is that going to get a U.S. adaptation? Yeah, I think this is going to be a U.S. adaptation because oh, the live-action um, Japanese one was trash. This one might be a little better if it was done by U.S., ironically, you know? So keep your eye on this one. Sword Art Online, that one took me by surprise when I heard about this one. So uh, the creator of Alter Carbon and writer of the movie, Alita Battle Angel, um, Alita 
Lisa Carl uh I'm botching his name up. I apologize. Just Google this, you'll find it out. Uh, it confirmed in 2018 that she was writing short online series for Netflix. So that's crazy. I don't. First off, I don't know if this needs to be a live action um, adaptation, but they're doing it. Um, yeah, this, these are mo the most noteworthy ones. Um, so honestly, those most of those projects look like they'll do pretty good. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm I'm tentatively excited. Keep your eye on those though. Keep your eye out for those. All right. Well, that was a lot. And yeah. you heard our resident anime expert. So, and speaking of movies, we uh, have confirmation that Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League, will have six parts. And all six are titled as such. Part one is called Don't Count on It, Batman. Part two is The Age of Heroes. Part three is Beloved Mother, Beloved Son. So I'm guessing that's a, a reconnection between Clark and Martha. Martha, save Martha. Save I was just going to put the sound bite in, but thank Martha. you for doing that. Part four is Change Machine. Part five is All the King's Horses. Part six is something darker. So once again, this film will have a runtime of four hours and two minutes. And if you have HBO Max, you can stream it on March 18th. I really just want this to be over. Because like I said before, what if it still sucks? And Samir, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm on the same fence with you. It looks like it won't be. Um, I mean, Snyder, even if he fails, you at least can respect the guy for trying. It's like, at least he knows he, he, he tried his best. He threw out his best effort. It just didn't land. You know, you can't fault someone for trying. What I can't stand is when I see a lack of effort, you know? Like, why did you make this decision? You know, and they, and, they, and there's there's almost never an explanation as to why they made the decisions they did. But, you know, Snyder, you can usually tell what he's thinking when he does his things, even if they're weird. Yeah, I mean, but still, let's just hope that, you know, he gets a fresh uh, rating on Rotten Tomatoes because... Warner Brothers gave him $70 million to make this film. He got none of that. He just asked for 100% creative control. Well, he already got paid for the first time. Yeah, but still. He came back because of the hashtag Snyder Cut movement. And released the Snyder Cut movement. Hmm. Yeah, that's wild. But yeah, so like I said, March 18th, Zack Snyder's Justice League will be on HBO Max. Pretty sure it's going to be on there for good. There's no 30-day cap since it's not being released in theaters, as far as we know. But yeah, so be on the lookout for that. Samir, what do you got? Didn't you go? I went twice. You didn't go twice. You just went very, very long. I went twice. That was two. I brought up Space Jam. You brought up Helsing and all the other animes that- uh, I brought that up been... Helsing. Helsing had its own thing. And then I did another. Go, 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 go again, nigga. You son of a bitch. All right. <clears throat> So, we got some more casting news for Dungeons and Dragons. So, joining Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, and Justice Smith will be Reggie Jean Page from Bridgington, uh, Hugh Grant, and 
It star Sophia Lillis. So, six people so far. I wonder what she's playing. You mean who she's playing? Because this might not be a traditional Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I'm film. saying what she's playing. Is she a hobbit? Is she a, a dwarf? That's is what she I'm elf? saying. We don't know. They might be regular. If people it's, no, they, they have. Better, they better have all that cast is full on human. I'm going to. I'm, I'm not. I'm not even looking at it. I'm not. No, even, I'm it's saying not like even, they like they end up in like a Jumanji situation or something. It's Dungeons and Dragons. They need to stay within the Forgotten Realms continuity. So Icewind Dale, you know, something, Spine of the World, uh, uh, I don't know, even something crazy like Schultz or or Emberon. Just saying, just stay in that realm. Hey, yo, my God, you naming a bunch of things. I don't know what, uh, what well, you're talking about. Lab up, nigga. Just play some D&D. No, I'm good. All right. Well, does it have a title yet, or is it just a untitled Dungeons and Dragons movie? Untitled Dungeons and Dragons film. They'll, they'll they should definitely tack on something like maybe they're doing like, um, like a Throne of the Dragon Queen. Like you got to they got to kill Tiamat or something. That'd be really cool. Once again, I have no idea what you're talking about. And you know, uh, ha- some stuff. Happy belated birthday to Zack Snyder and Lupito uh, Nyong'o. Yeah, I mean, my birthday was. Uh, yesterday yeah well it was yesterday's like two minutes ago because it's 1203 right now on the 7th just saying uh you mean the 6th today is the 7th officially exactly so it, my birthday was yesterday air quotes because it's 1203 look man we, we we gave you a happy birthday on the first episode your energy was all off because it was Not my birthday whatever nigga all right, what do you got? Uh, yeah, so there's been a bit of a controversy surrounding the Harry Potter games by Portal Key, Port Key Games. Uh, the lead design director, is he the lead design director? What was he? The, um, yeah, he was the lead, I think, yeah, he was the lead design director of the game. Yeah, lead designer. Um, he quits following a YouTube controversy because apparently he posted some I, I guess it was an inflammatory video um, uh, centered around the Gamergate controversy of the um, mid 2010s. So yeah, that was nuts. And uh, his, uh, I mean, I don't know. I got some notes about that. Um, now seeing as this is a, uh, a, a retaping, Bernard, uh, did you have a chance to look into it more or do you have an opinion on it now? He still hasn't posted the video. Oh, so you were just checking about that? Yeah, I looked more into it. There's still nothing. He still post uh, hasn't given us any updates since we. Um, so we don't know the contents of the video then. No one does really. No. Okay. Well, anyways, I don't know. So this game's already got a, a lot of eyes on it. What with J.K. Rowling being an issue. You know, with her her being a turf, and I mean the game, the, the Warner Brothers games is like they're being very reactionary. Like now, you can actually they allow transgender characters to be played. You can create them in the game. I don't know how that would work. I mean, it's not like they're going to let you do what Cyberpunk does, and you can actually pick your gen- your your genitals. You know, so I mean, what determines how would you determine? I mean, I don't. Know, there's a lot of nuance there, so I'm, I'm curious to see how that's going to roll with a character creator. I'm excited about this game still. As far as the the lead design director, um, 
uh, or leave it. Yeah, uh, quitting because of the whole. Uh, I mean, he says it wasn't that wasn't the issue. He just decided to leave. Uh, what was his? What did he cite his reason for leaving? Well, he didn't say. So I pulled his tweets back up. He said, I have made the decision to part ways with Avalanche Software. I have nothing but good things to say about the game, the development team, and Warner Brothers Games. And that he will be releasing a YouTube video about it soon on his channel, which still hasn't popped up yet. So then he, he, he went in a little bit more to say, to clarify, I felt absolute, absolutely secure in my position. However, I still wanted to resign for the reasons that I will explain in the forthcoming video. I'm in excellent spirits and very pleased with my relationship with Warner Brothers and Avalanche. All right. Then he said, oh my, so many assumptions. Right now, I'm focused on wrapping things up with the team before my last day on March 12th. But until then, rest assured, I haven't been quote unquote canceled despite the optics of which I am, uh, which, of which I am well aware. Yeah. But yeah, so still no video yet. Just waiting to see what the hell he's gonna say. It's like I said before, his last video was from two years ago, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, that was a weird situation because GamerGate, if that was the issue that um, that everyone's drawing eyes to, which I think it is, um, it, it, it drew it, it drew lines in the sand essentially. But yeah, I don't know. I already talked about it before. I'm not. I'm not. Even, I'm not even. I don't even have the inclination to um, give my um, two cents on that anymore. I just don't think the guy needed to quit over that. Hopefully he didn't. Hopefully he quits for other reasons. The game, I think, is already. Well, in he late said he was going to explain why he quit. Yeah, the game's already in late development anyway, so he may not even be needed you know, on the project regardless. He might have gotten a job offer for all we know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I'm excited about the game, and uh, yeah. Hopefully uh, you can um, play your non-binary uh, wizarding student in Hogwarts soon. Hopefully they give us a preview of uh, time this summer. Well, we will find out when we find out. Yep, birds. All right. Um, you you think about getting Paramount Plus? I mean, just for the 30-day trial? I, I'm always careful about those 30-day trials because I always forget. I very rarely... I very rarely remember to cancel that stuff, so. Oh, God, you suck. All right. So, a horror... What the hell was that? A horror icon from the 80s is making a comeback. And that will be Chucky. So, USA um, slash sci-fi, I guess, is going to be on both channels. Announced that there will be a Child's Play series. And Devin Sawa, you know, from Idle Hands and Final Destination, also Young Casper, will be in it. The franchise oh, the Young creator. Casper series? No, fool. Casper, remember the movie with Christina Ritchie? Yeah, Casper, those Young Casper series? I don't know why I said Young Casper, but no, just Casper. He was Casper oh. in human form. Oh, well, yeah, Casper himself was young. So to say young Casper doesn't Yeah, I don't sense. know. That's why I just said, I don't know why I said that. I mean, he, I mean, get, technically he's older. I mean, he's been get, dead for a long time. I mean, but, but also technically alive, he's young because he's a boy. Yeah, yeah alive <laughs> Casper, you want to say, yeah. Yes, or human yeah. Casper. Yeah, human Casper, sure. All right. So yeah, Don Mancini, who was the franchise creator, is on board, and Jennifer Tilly, you know, who played Tiffany. Um. 
is reprising her role. So, and yeah, it's going to have four. Voice. You got to get that voice. And it's going to have four new newcomers. So, somebody named Zachary Arthur, who plays Jake, um, who is a lung, uh, a loner whose mother recently died. Uh, Tio Brionis as Junior, uh, who is Jake's cousin. Olivia Allen Lind as Lexi. So, that's Junior's girlfriend who bullies Jake. And Bjorgen. Anderson as Devin, who is a true crime fan who helps weave everything together. And uh, of course, the GOAT, Brad Dorf, will be reprising his role as Chucky. So sorry, Mark Hamill, you're out. And also, we're going to learn a lot more about Chucky's past. So we're going to get some backstory in the Charles Lee Ray as well. So they actually. Uh, released a teaser for it back in July, which flew under my radar. Otherwise, I would have talked about it. But yeah, so I will be on the lookout for that. All right, Samir, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, I don't know how you can drag on something like Chucky for that long. Honestly, well, it takes I'm place sure in the present day. Oh yeah, I forgot to give you the synopsis. Somebody bought a good guy doll at a garage sale. Yeah. And like I said, when we did this the first time around, hopefully Andy's not coming back. He doesn't need to be there. No, he doesn't. All right. What do you got? Well, let's see. I have no idea why, but I had a dream match. Mickelson tried to kill me. I mean, he did play a serial killer, didn't he? Mm -hmm. I didn't watch Hannibal, so I don't know if he was killing people. I mean, that's the whole point. He had, I think he had, why wouldn't he kill people? I don't know. You make no sense. Yeah, what do you got? All right, hang on, let me put my next topic. I uh, had a notepad here. I I had a different notepad somewhere. Let me find the file. I had it written down, sir, okay? Why can't you just have like 15 tabs open? I have them all. This is not for the podcast or for other stuff. Yeah, well, you need to open a different window for that. I open a lot of windows for a lot of things, sir. None of which I'm privy to discuss on this podcast right now. Pervert. I wasn't going to go there, okay? Just saying. So, um, on the... Actually, there was something I want to talk about more. and I don't know why I didn't tack it on to the last topic. So... Uh, apparently, the Warner Brothers CEO teased uh, more uh, another Harry Potter project, uh, and it might actually. Um, uh, I mean, we probably talked about this previously, but this is not getting more steam. They elaborated more on it. Yeah, the size and the project is going to HBO Max. So I'm like, I mean, they're really trying to push this platform. Basically, they really want to succeed. So I mean, that's one way of doing it. I mean, it's going to succeed. It's only been out for what three months, Sam. It's already got almost the same amount of numbers as Disney Plus. Yeah, it's getting pretty good. I mean, now it legit now has a reason to um, have it. Before in uh, 2020, not so much. Now you might as well have a, a subscription to HBO Max. Yeah, don't forget if you already have HBO, you already have HBO Max. One thing you have to do is just sign in and make the account. Yeah, essentially. But, um, I mean, I'm not sure how much more uh, they elaborate on it, but uh, they did say they're the, the project's in the work. 
And um, then they said they also were doing uh, the, uh, why is it? Freaking play. God, I'm trying to remember the name of that stupid play. Thanks for taking my next story, get dick. It's called a segue. So, yeah, go ahead, take it. It's, it's, it's reported that Harry, I mean, not Harry Potter, that Warner Brothers is developing a film adaptation of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. That's probably going to go to HMX as well. No, they might put that in theaters because of the Harry Potter name. Mm, no. But from what I was told by my dear friend Brenda, because I bought her the 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 prose novel of the of the screenplay, and she said it sucked. Keep in mind, J.K. I mean, Rowling. J.K. Rowling. It's a screenplay. Yeah, it's a screenplay. It's hard to get. It's hard to be. At least in my opinion, I can't read a screenplay and 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 actually enjoy it. At least not from that. Uh, I can do. I can be in a classroom. Well, no, it's screenplay. it's adapted to the form of a novel, so it doesn't say. No, like, it no was light. not. It was a legit screenplay in that. It novel. wasn't. It wasn't. You open that book. It's a screenplay. It's the whole book. It's the whole all the lines in the goddamn uh, uh, play. It, it's not. It's not a fun read. Oh wow! I thought they at least adapted. No, it's not a fun read. It's not structured like a book. You sit there. You might as well have a bunch of people sitting around with the copy of the book and play it and and and, and act it out. It's like it, it was just a cash grab. Honestly, happened in book form. It's like it's not a good. It's, it sucks. Now I don't know who got paid off of that, but yeah. Well, J.K. Rowling wrote the forward, so I'm pretty sure she got some money because you know based off of her characters and whatnot. Yeah, probably. And of course, the screenwriters, the playwrights. So, if they do turn this into a movie, will you go see it? Um, it depends on the casting. I mean, yeah, obviously, if they bring back, you know, Daniel Radcliffe and everybody, because they, no, they don't have to bring them back. They just better make sure the cast is good. I'm just saying they should, because they're older now. We don't have to worry about digitizing their faces or putting makeup on them. Are they, they old, are the they old enough? They're only in their um late 30s. No, 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 they're late twenties, man. I could have sworn Daniel Radcliffe was 30. Is he though? Oh yeah, shoot, God, I feel old. Hey, Potter yeah. kids are 30 years old right now. Yeah. Isn't Rupert Grant like two years older than him? I believe so. Yeah, he, he yeah, he's 32. She's 30, and uh, Daniel Ratcliffe is... um it's 31. Yeah. Dang, you just said screw Tom Felton, huh? Uh, I mean, no. Warner Brothers says screw Tom, Tom, Tom Felton. I mean, he actually, he had, because uh, Malfoy is actually in the uh, play as well. Yeah. So there's that. Um, no, yeah, Warner I don't know Brothers. why he didn't continue his his role on um, Flash. I thought that was a good place for him. Hello, Adam. Gotta, I knew you was going to do that. I knew you was going to do that. It's like he's got to be the snooty British guy. He has to always be the snooty British guy. Alan. <laughs> well, he was in A Babysitter's Guide to Monster Hunting, so you can check that out on Netflix. And, of course, he was the villain. Good. I mean, yeah, this is a family film, so obviously geared a little bit towards kids more than anything. Actually, I, I heard that... Um, yeah, didn't it heard do what? well though? I don't know. I know the babysitter did well because they did a sequel, which I need to watch the sequel of. You know, with Samara Weaving. So I'll go again because I kind of segued into yours because you were gonna try to take over my story anyway. Yeah, I was dude. not gonna take over nothing. 
you had a brain fart and you couldn't remember what the hell was, was being done. Do you need help remembering one of the stories you brought up? Uh, no, because then at this point, we, took, we, we segued into the reviews. Yeah. All right. So here's a story for you. Disney reported this probably like 10 years ago that they were going to remake Pinocchio and Tom Hanks was obviously going to be Geppetto. Oh, yeah. I forgot about but, that. But yeah, so they announced via The Hollywood Reporter that they got a few more castmates to join the film. So Joseph Gordon-Levitt, a.k.a. Robin, whatever his last name was in The Dark Knight Rises. Jim, Jiminy Cricket. Okay. All right. Cynthia Ervo, Harriet Tubman from Harriet, will be um, the Blue Fairy. Cool. Keegan-Michael Key will be um, Honest John. All right. Um, Lorraine Bracco will be a new character in the film called Sophia the Seagull. And Benjamin Evan Ainsworth from The Haunting of Bly's Manor. Bly Manor. Cool. Uh, he was also in Flora and uh, Ulysses, that movie with the squirrel. Oh, God. Disney Plus. <laughs> I tried to watch the trailer for that movie. I was like, you know what? Let me get this a long. I could not get through the trailer. That movie, I'm, it's not made for me. I'm sure it's, it's, like it. it's, it's a very, very, it's based off of a children's book. Still, I thought maybe I can like it, but. But yeah, he will be Pinocchio. Samir can tell us all about it when it comes out, because. Well, As you guys I, know, I, gotta be. I don't watch Disney remakes. I mean, you should watch some of them. I'm good. I wouldn't call. I wouldn't put good on in you in the same category. In the you words could. of the weekend, I'm good. I'm good. I'm great. You're good at sucking balls. All right, you just a ass clown. All right, what do you got? Okay, so um, apparently there is a new pro- uh, there's a new movie uh, in the works starring Chris Rock. I thought that was pretty cool. Spiral from the Book of Shaw. I'm sorry, Spiral from the Book of Saw. So yeah, he's he's in that um Dude, in that film. What? You're like two years late. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. The movie isn't out yet. I know, but it was announced like two years ago. Yeah, but more scenes have come out. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I it, think the trailer even up. came out. Yeah, the trailer did come out. Also, very recently. What I'm saying is the scenes came out and everything. Now they have more to talk about with it. Now, mind you, why are you suing the uh, audience knows about this? I mean, you know about it. Does everyone else know about it? How, I mean, how do you know? Know that they 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 they're um, putting more stuff in the software franchise out. I mean, considering the fact the movie was announced two years ago, the trailer came out last year. Yeah, it but it got come shelled. Out it got shelled Halloween. hardcore. Yeah, because I mean, COVID. a lot of movies got yeah, a lot of movies got pushed around, got, got downplayed. Quite frankly, people can't keep up. I mean, I had to sit there and scout and and follow movies that should have came out that I wanted to see. It took me forever to see Saint Maud. Well, that took forever to come out in the U.S. Yeah, because of COVID. So was it because honest, of COVID? Because yeah, they never it was announced- because of COVID. Okay. And yeah, it got kept getting pushed back, and they never announced it in the U.S. because of COVID. So I'm saying you acting like okay, well, everyone knows about Spiral. No, you know about Spiral. Okay, well, continue. I'm sorry you're getting on uppity because you didn't know about Spiral. 
I didn't, I knew about Aspire. I knew they were continuing the software inside. I didn't know the title. That's another thing. I didn't even know the damn title. So clearly, you know, it's not a, uh, it's not, not just um, me, you know, other people. And yeah, and it says here, even it even says here in the damn uh, article that it got delayed. Um, reset I know it got delayed because it was supposed to come out last year. It was supposed to come out last May. But yeah, you got a synopsis or anything? I mean, working in the shadows of an esteemed police uh, veteran, Samuel Jackson's, uh, a brass detective, Ezekiel, played by Chris Rock, and his rookie partner, uh, William Schmeck? Schneck? Schneck. 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 That's, that's a weird Schneck. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying it like 58 times? <laughs> like you're in kindergarten you, and you got your finger, you know, reading the words. Take Both. charge of a grisly investigation Both. to murders that are eerily reminiscent of the series' most gruesome past. So they're going to just dig up all the older investigation. Jigsaw has been dead for quite some time, so who knows what they're going to be doing with this. Yeah. I did, I, yeah. Boat. Boat, what? Boat. <laughs> Nothing, I was, I was making fun of you. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tentatively watch this. Um, hopefully, it doesn't suck because I fell out of the Saw series recently, uh, a while back, like a long time. I was ago. never into it. Jared dragged me to go see the first one, and when I say dragged, I mean literally because we were up in Orlando getting ready to go to Halloween Horror Nights, and this was back in the days when your boy ain't have a car, and Jared had the grand marquee with the twenty inch rims and the TV in the back. Damn. But yeah, on the way to Orlando, we caught a flat. <laughs> you have an idea how annoying it is to change a flat on a car with rims? I would imagine a lot. Yes. But yeah. So this movie will come out May 21st of 2021. It is an hour and 33 minutes long. And the cast includes Chris Rock, Samuel L. Jackson, Max Minghella as William Schneck. Say it with me. Schneck. How about no? Where's this guy? Where's this guy from? Hey, he looks familiar. Zoe Palmer and Marisol Nichols. That might be why she left Riverdale. He was in the Social Network. He was yeah. also in our school. Who is Zoe Palmer? I don't know who Zoe Palmer. Who is she is. playing? Um, Marisol uh, Nichols was on Riverdale. Fool, she was Hermione's yeah. mom. She was uh, Zoe Palmer was on Dark Matter and Lost Girl. Yeah, that's where I know her from. She is in Lost Girl. She plays Lauren. Right. She was the main role in that. Yeah. I got to finish that show. That was a good show. Shame on you for not finishing stuff that you started. And what are you going to do? I mean, obviously, you're going to go back and continue it. All right. So I'm trying to find my news that I, I mean, that I had yesterday when we originally recorded this, but so, one of my, well, two of my favorite actresses are doing a buddy film together. So that's Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer. They got a movie coming out called Thunder Force. Hopefully it's good. The only downside with this is it's written and directed by Melissa's husband, Ben Falcone. Is he not good at his job? Uh... He's all right, but you know he's never had a fresh movie. I mean, a lot of the movies that his wife have have has done, he's either written or directed or did both. So like, 
uh, Tammy, Life of the Party. Okay, Tammy was pretty bad, if I recall correctly. I'm going to his filmography right now. Uh, Super Intelligence, The Happy Time Murders. Oh, that Boss. was his too? The Happy Time Murders could have been good. Yeah, it was It was just too... Um, Dumb? No, just, they did they, they try to go... It was, they just tried to go too raunchy with it. But yeah, so here's the premise. In a world <laughs> terrorized by supervillains, one woman has developed the process to give superpowers to regular people, but when scientist Emily Stanton accidentally imbues her exchange best friend with the incredible abilities, the two women must become the first superhero team. Now it's up to Thunder Force to battle the evil miscreants and save Chicago from the clutches of the king. So I'm going to check this out. It's on, it's going to be on Netflix. It drops April 9th. So like I said before, it has Melissa McCarthy in it, Octavia Spencer, everyone's favorite Teen Wolf, Jason Bateman, uh, Bobby Uh, Cannavale, Teen Wolf 2. Jason Bateman was in Teen Wolf 2? Yes. You didn't know that? I did not. Mind blown. You know what I thought you was going to say next? There was a Teen Wolf 2? No, I, I... Vaguely remember that being a terrible movie. That was a bad idea. But yeah, so uh, Melissa Leo will also be in it. Kevin Dunn, Melissa Ponzio, uh, Ben Falcone, uh, Tyrell James Williams, and Palm Clementif. Like I said before, this will come out on April 9th. If you got Netflix, check it out. Or you can go the other route. Hopefully it's good. Check out the trailer. I might post it on the Angry Blurred social media. But what do you got, my friend? Oh, uh, what do I have? Herpes. No, sir. I am perfectly clean. Okay, so. Let's see. Do you want to Wait, jump? Ben Falcone is going to be in Thor, Love, and Thunder? Huh, crazy. So, do you want to jump into the uh, reviews of the movies we watched, or do you want to um, knock out a couple more articles? Uh, I can't think of any more articles. All right, I got one more, and then you can do uh, Coming to America. Okay. All right, so bad news for everyone waiting for Guilty Gear Strive. It was delayed until June. It was supposed to come out in April, uh, April 9th, because that's an early April release, and now it's uh, pushed back to June 11th. so, I mean, uh, essentially, I guess they held it back an extra two months to focus on improving online lobbies and service development, which honestly, that could sink a uh, a uh, a fighting game like that. So it's good that they're actually um, prioritizing the, what, what uh, matters and they're making sure that it's all, you know, tied off and, and ready to go when it, when it gets released. So, I, I mean, you can't fault them for, you know, crossing their T's and dotting their I's. You can't never get mad at a development team for doing that. Uh, I'm pretty excited about this game. This game, I mean, it, it got announced, what, two years ago, I think? And they, dear God, this game it has a very long development. So hopefully we finally get it. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. So it's, we're almost there. Have you seen anything on this game? No. All right. Well, you are familiar with the franchise. Wait, what are we talking about again? What franchise? Guilty Gear Strive. Yes, I am familiar with Guilty Gear. It was never my cup of tea, so whenever you guys would play that, I would just sit in the corner and read my comics. 
Yeah, you were always a weirdo back then. Anyways, uh, fuck yeah. So, <laughs> Guilty Gear got pushed back to June 11th. Fighting games aren't my bag. I mean, they weren't my bag. I mean, I'm kind of somewhat decent. Mm. Only thing decent about you is... Yeah, I can't think of anything decent about you. All right, your turn. Okay, so I brought this up last... Well, I brought up something last week, but... Uh, your favorite writer who you love to be mad at is getting another adaptation developed into film. Yeah, screw that guy. So last week we brought up The Lost Land. Today it's Sand Kings. <clears throat> so Gore Verbinski, <laughs> sorry, Gore Verbinski, you know, he directed several of the Pirates, uh, of, the Cali- uh, Pirates of the Caribbean films, announced the project in an interview with Collider. So yeah, this is um, a story about someone named Simon Crest, who is a rich man on the planet Balder. He buys some mysterious pets called Sand Kings. These creatures divide into colonies, build small castles, and go to war with, the, with each other. So when Simon builds a um, pro- projects a hologram of his head into the Arterranium, they even start decorating their castle with images of his face. Unfortunately, Simon is a huge jerk and extremely bad pet owner. It begins to mistreat the Sand Kings for his own amusement. So let's just see. This will not go well for good old Simon Cress. And apparently this is not the first time this is, has been adapted. Remember the Outer Limits? Uh, yes. Yeah, they did an episode based off of that on the reboot series back in like 95. I remember the Out of Limits. I just, I, I was dope. They had a lot of good episodes. Yeah. All right. Let's get into our reviews. All right. You want to go first? Uh, you can go first. Okay. Oh, crap. I'm back. Oh, crap. My computer. All right. Wow. Well, um, I, I almost kicked it off the bed. Shut up. All right. So. I am going to review Coming to America, a film that apparently no one wanted because it's been getting a little bit of backlash. Um, no, not a little bit, but a lot of backlash as far as social media goes. I, I wonder why. Enjoyed it. Hmm? I wonder why. Yeah. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The film was directed by Craig Brewster with a, scheme, with a screenplay from Kenya Barris. Barry Blostein and David Sheffield. So, so this film follows Prince Akeem, soon to be King Akeem, you know, obviously played by Eddie Murphy, and his life 30 years later after marrying Lisa McDowell. So, on his 30th anniversary, they actually open a McDowell's in Zamunda. And his father, King J- King Jeffrey Joffer, is on his deathbed, and they reveal that he has a son that he conceived when he first went to Queens. So he goes he goes back to look for his son. First place he obviously goes is the barber shop, and he has a sketch of him. He eventually tracks him down. You find out that the baby mama is none other than Leslie Jones, who actually played a good role. They did a little bit of de-aging in this film. So they actually go back to the night that they were in the club 
And man, a lot of people. Was she the one who's worshiped the devil? No, fool Leslie Jones from Saturday Night Live. I'm trying to remember the role she played in this movie. Leslie Jones was not in the first coming to America. So this is what this they is why de-aged her back. Like I said, they did a flashback. This is why no one likes this movie. We're going. All right. So yeah, they did a flashback. They de-aged her and Arsenio. And like I said, man, a lot of people uh came back. You remember the two the two rapping twins, Peaches and whatever? Yeah. They actually make a cameo in the film. Um, only two people who didn't come back, which I'm extremely disappointed about, were Lisa's younger sister and Eric LaSalle. Oh, well, I guess Eric LaSalle was busy. Doing also, what? he got dead dirty, so I can see why he didn't want to come back. But they went to Queens. They could have bumped into him anywhere. I'm just saying, hell, even Samuel Jackson could have came back. Uh, Sam Jackson got busy. Although Sam Jackson would have did it if you asked him nicely. Sam Jackson, Sam Jackson do fifty eight movies a year. He because he works for he because that's his his profession. He works. I know that's his passion, but still, he could have did a little two minute cameo. If he can do a little five minute camp, well, never mind. He wasn't throughout Homecoming, but not as Nick Fury. <laughs> but yeah, so. Everyone's in this movie from Wesley Snipes to Michael Blackson, Lou Nell, like I said, Leslie Jones, one of my favorite up and coming comedians, Jermaine Fowler. Uh, one of Eddie Murphy's actual daughters is in it, playing his actual daughter. Uh, Garcelle Bouvard, you know, fancy from the Jamie Foxx show is yes, in it. I'm aware. Yeah, Trevor Noah, Lou Nell, Rick Ross, Ro Timmy, Vanessa Bell Calloway comes back and still hops like a dog. Dikembe Mutumbo, Gladys Knight. Salt and Pepper in Vogue, Morgan Freeman. But yeah, I enjoyed the movie. If you have Amazon Prime Video, you can check it out. It's only an hour and um an hour and um 80 minutes. I mean 20 minutes, sorry. Having so a you want to explain the backlash? Well, the backlash is people didn't think it was funny. Like, I just um, looked at my boy Chris, you know, who was on, like, episode four or five or whatever of the podcast. He said he only laughed, like, the first 10 minutes of the movie and, like, the last 10 minutes. I laughed throughout the film. You know, I wasn't gut-busting laughing, but, you know, I was chuckling. My only grievance was there's one scene when they're in Zamunda, like, there's some bad CGI in the background for the elephants. But well, like that, I said, I, man, they just rehashed old ground and no one thought it was funny. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Hey, sometimes you can do that. Sometimes you can't do that. But, like I said, almost everybody I know likes it. I mean, it almost got a fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It's out of 52. Actually, that's not almost. 10 points is pretty... Eight. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty... I mean, I'm just saying, it's at 52. That's pretty low. Damn, even the audience didn't like it. This movie is cut in half. If you can't piece the audience, man, what you gonna do, man? Well, I don't know. What to I, say. I just don't think this movie justified its existence, essentially. And that's why no one likes it. They like you have to ask it why did they make this movie? Because it sure as heck wasn't funny. Oh, look, you check it out and you tell me what you think. Uh I mean, but you you're kind of biased, so. I'm not biased. I'm just, it doesn't seem like it's going to be good. So, boy, I invest my time. That's just. I mean, 84% of Google users liked it, but 
Okay. Anyways, uh, all right. I'm going to segue to my movie that I watched over the weekend. And uh, this one is actually well-liked by critics and audiences, Raya, the Last, Raya and the Last Dragon. Yeah, keep it spoiler-free, please. I will most definitely try to keep it spoiler-free, which I should be able to accomplish this. It, uh, so yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It, I felt it was wonderfully crafted, and it was a, a, a very nice welcome addition to the Disney princess mythos. Um, so this film more or less centered around uh, loss and and regaining um, trust and making connections and and basically just knowing when to ask for help, you know. And that, that, I thought that was a pretty cool. Um, a pretty cool juxtaposition to the other entries in, in Disney's uh, lineup up until this point. Like a lot of times, the princesses don't normally need help asking for help, or essentially. they're damsel in distress. Yeah, or yeah. So in this time around, you have a main character who is an accomplished warrior and who's very confident in her skills. Like this lady's a badass, essentially. So it's not that she needs help; she needs to learn how to ask for help when she actually does need help. So that's a pretty a big thing as opposed to let's say the the team that did this movie, their last movie, Moana, as much as I love the girl and as much as she you wanna you wanna root for her and, and she's awesome, she needed help. And there's something wrong with that. But you know, she needed a lot of help. Raya didn't need that much help. She got a lot of help, but she didn't need need that much help, you know? Keep so in that, mind, Raya's a warrior. Moana's yeah, she a sixteen year old girl who was just trying to save her home. Raya's nineteen. There's not the age difference isn't that big, you know? Once again, one's a warrior. One's just a, a fisherman's daughter. Well, I mean, she's daughter of chief. Anyway, I don't want to downplay Moana's um, achievements or her skills. I'm just saying that the juxtaposition is there. You know, you can compare them. Um, yeah, I thought the the, the chemistry between the characters, Aquafina and Kelly Marie Tran. Um, I, I didn't say that correct, right? Leave that trying to eat. Yes, Kelly Marie okay. Tran. Yeah, so there, there's on a chicken wing. Well, why are you eating? All right, anyways, their chemistry... Because I'm muting my mic, unlike you. Their chemistry, all right, was great. Uh, Aquafina playing um, Sisu, the last dragon, and uh, their chemistry was really good. And honestly, I felt like you really feel their uh, friendship grow over the film, you know? So I thought that was uh, fun to watch. Also, the, the main antagonist, I use air quotes, um, the main antagonist of the film, uh, Namari, played by Gemma Chan, also... Great chemistry with the rest of the cast. And, and uh, another thing with this film, they casted pretty much all, well, the, the film more or less depicted Southeast Asians and they mostly casted from East Asia. So it's a little weird, you know? But uh, other than that, yeah, they uh, they did a good job. Like the only one who's actually from Southeast Asia was Kelly Marie Chan, I believe. And the rest of the cast is more or less from East Asia, you know, like uh, Aquafina and Gemma Chan. So and a bunch of other people who, who name escapes me at the moment. Um, let me actually run down the cast as well. Daniel Day Kim, Benji Wong, you know, and so forth. Uh, they, they're all from East Asia. So, you know, they, I guess they really kind of missed the mark on, on, on the cast. If, if you want to nitpick this film, this is the only thing yeah, you can nitpick I was going to say, stop nitpicking, man. That's what you I had to because it was so good. All right. So, so to, to, to go, drive this home, I love the movie. I love everything about the movie. If I had to pick anything wrong with it, I had to ask him, oh, you guys did everything to make this film so, um, you know, uh, inclusive to the Southeast Asians, but you only cast East Asians. I'm just saying, it, 
that's the only thing I can call them out on. But, you know, I like the cast. You know, I, I want to see Gemma Chan and more stuff. You know, I had a crush on her since I saw her in Humans. You know, just saying. So, I don't know. I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see that. Honestly, I want to see this movie again. I might watch it again before the, before the weekend's out. Do you have to pay again? No, I got it uh, on Premiere. You got, uh, yeah, to, to see the film, you have to buy it on um, uh, Disney Plus Premiere. And once you have it, you have it. You can watch it as much as you want. Wow. Wow, what? They just got y'all for $30. Like, they ain't gonna release the movie for free in, like, eight months. Uh, Well, you can wait eight months, or you can get it now and have your whole family watch it. I mean, it's $30, and if you were going to the theater, you'd have to take you, your your significant other, uh, y'all kids, you know? So let's say you have two kids. That's already $40. Or you can go on a $5 Tuesday. Ain't nobody trying to go on goddamn $5 Tuesday coming home from school. Who does that? That's why they give you $5 Tuesdays because no one goes to the movie theater on Tuesdays like some freaking sociopath. You'd be surprised how many people being on a Yeah, it's like you'd be surprised how many sociopaths are out there. I mean, people with kids and everything. Sociopaths got kids. Oh my goodness. She's not winning with you. But yeah, I'm going to check it out. I'm not paying the premiere access. I'm going the other route. The dark route. <clears throat> yes. The way of the dark side. Yes. That way leads to suffering. Yes. I swear to God, we're just rehashing everything we basically said the day before, yesterday. I, I just, Well, first off, I would have said that regardless because, I mean, I'm just saying, you used to support the damn movie. I think it made $80 million over the weekend. See, they don't need me that good. Yeah. Ride a last dragon. I'm sorry, open to eight million plus. And I'm not, and I don't have a Disney Plus account. I'm using someone else's. But yeah, they good. So yeah, eight million, not eighty million. That's a big difference. Yeah. All right. Um, I want to give a review for the season seven premiere of The Flash. Uh, go on. All right. Look, just because you're behind, that doesn't. I'm not behind. That. I'm done. It's different. You're behind and you're done. You're both. All right. So Barry's losing his speed. He's like got one percent of speed left. What else is new? You find out that the Mirror Master was never real. All the way from like season three, he was actually because they 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 brought along this woman called the Mirror Emperor. So I don't know if you watched most of last season. Nope. But yeah, uh, Iris is still stuck in the mirror dimension. Cisco got rid of his powers last season. Nash again? Gave... What do you mean again? He got him back in crisis. Yeah, I think he gave him up again. I don't remember. Stupid. Go on. I don't remember. Um, we still don't know what's going to happen as far as the recasting of Ralph Dibney goes. Oh, they recasting? We don't know yet. He wasn't, in this, he wasn't in this episode. But Nash gave up his life so they can create an artificial speed force because he was basically a conduit to the multiverse because he still had all the other Wellses in his head. So he had uh, Sherlock. Oh, God. All right, so listen, is this whole thing with the, the alternate uh, Wellses, whatever, is that done? Can we get one person? That one person is dead. It was Nash. Nash was the last well standing. Damn, so Remember is the actor done with the show? I don't know. We gotta find out. Maybe they're just gonna bring another Wells up out of you know right field or whatever. But 
So far, it looks like it. Yeah, uh, they said he had a new suit. I didn't recognize any difference. The only difference was the mask folded over. I mean, it looked like the same suit from season six. But yeah, so far, I'm kind of optimistic with this season. Hopefully, you know, we can finally wrap up all the loose ends that were left from season six due to COVID because everything didn't, didn't finish their seasons per se. So that's why, you know, Riverdale... You know, they graduated after so long because I'm pretty sure they were going to put that in at the end of last season. But good episode. Just want to see where it goes. If if you like shows that don't know when to quit. Wait, we talking about The Flash or Riverdale? I guess both, but I like Riverdale. What are you talking about? You were just intrigued with Riverdale. Remember I told you they did That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm more intrigued with Riverdale. That's what I'm saying. I'm more excited about Riverdale than I am The Flash right now. Oh, Lord. All right, well, we're going to do another attack on. Um, I actually just found another thing. Apparently, Peter Ramsey is developing an animated um, film called Master. It's a, basically a superhero film about a, uh, an aspiring martial artist who gains superpowers. You should yeah, check out the trailer. We already talked about that. We did not talk about that. I know, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> yeah, I but know. yeah, for those of you who don't know who Peter Ramsey is, he did the Spider-Verse and... Um, he was one of the directors of Into the Spider-Verse. I was yes. going to say he directed the very awesome children's movie, Rise of the Guardians. You like the Rise of the Guardians? Bitch, we went to go see it. I'm not. I'm just saying you actually like the movie? I people bought like the Blu-ray. People don't I like this movie that much. What do you mean people don't like that movie? I don't know. I just see... I, don't know. I mean, this movie has a weird following. It's like... I don't know. Tumblr and Pinterest have a very weird opinion of this movie. Jack Frost? Sandman? Oh, yeah, Jack Frost. Santa Claus love, with they, tattoos? They, they love they love doing stuff with Jack Frost and fan art and stuff like that. Oh, well, yeah, a lot of people do that. That's Tumblr for you. Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher. Yeah, she uh she played the Two Fairy. Oh yeah, that's right. She was the Two Fairy and Hugh Jackman was the Easter Bunny. Yeah. But yeah, um, tell us some more about the film, Samir. Oh, I mean, that's that's all I know about the film, really. It's, there's, there's you a said the trailer's trailer. out? Yeah, the trailer's out. Check it out. I just want to give a shout out to the film. Uh, okay, well, it follows the story of Olivia, once promising a martial artist champion, martial arts champion who is on a journey to guide her family to what she believes is a better life. Along the way, she discovers that the life she is leaving behind is the one she should be fighting for. That's all. What was it so called far. again? Master. Yeah, I'm on his um Wikipedia. It's not even listed on here or IMDB. Peter Ramsey? Yeah. Are That's we talking about now. the same Peter Ramsey black dude? Yeah. Yeah, it's not on here. Let's see. Director. Storyboard artist. No, I guess not. I don't know. It, it, it has a trailer. A legit trailer is out for this movie. I don't know, but I don't know how far along it is. Is um, the website I'm looking at is animationworld.net. I mean, there's other ones. Um, yeah, but yeah, this movie has little to no press, so maybe it's self-released. I, I will say this: the, the the trailer's animation doesn't look as snappy as Spider Verse, so maybe it might be a, a self-produced one. Maybe it might just yeah, get released straight to um, looks, yeah. YouTube. Yeah, it looks like it just might be a um, 
like an animated short or something. I mean, it's it a film, so for, it could be a short film, possibly. But I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna. Well, yeah, no, I'm saying I don't know how long the, the synopsis I read doesn't seem like it can be crammed into a short film. So I don't know. It looks cool, and I like the premise. So hopefully, it goes somewhere. Yeah. Well, check that out if you guys can. All right, you want to um, go into uh, uh, the, our review of WandaVision? Are we doing spoilers or non-spoilers? You had about 24 hours to see this film. Uh, you should have seen it. I'm sorry for the show. You should have seen it by now. Yeah, obviously we do spoilers every week. All right, so spoiler warning. You can cut out of this podcast now if you uh, if you haven't seen the episode, but, you know. Yeah, we're getting into it now. The Scarlet Witch is here to stay. Yes. Okay. So first thing I want to talk about is that costume. What are your thoughts? It more or less looks the same. The only difference is the headdress. Yeah. So actually, I would say they, they pretty much copied her modern costume that she's wearing right now. Yeah. In the and I got to say, dude, Marvel, I'm impressed. That was good. The costume design, whoever... They, whoever did the costumes out for that needs a, needs a, a, a Emmy or a Golden Globe, whatever they give uh, awards for that. That was good. I, I love everything about that costume. It was great. It was it, it made her look powerful, desirable, dangerous. It's just I, I was I was just horny and scared at the same time. It was so good. Really, really, nigga. So good. That that costume was so freaking good. Horny and scared at the same time. Horny and scared at the same time. It was it was awe inspiring. God, it was such a good costume. Oh, my God. Honestly, no. I dare say it's the best costume so far in the MCU. Marvel has never failed in the costume department, sir. They have not. Marvel Disney, I should say, because, you know, Fox. Ugh. Which doesn't exist anymore. Good. Oh, we, oh they just get forgotten. All right. 20th so. Century Pictures. <laughs> Leave 20th Century Pictures alone. That was their name before they got bought by Fox. Only thing Disney did was revert it back. Good. All right. So, Scarlet Witch has been born. The kids have been unborn. Vision also, uh, been unborn. Yeah. Also, Agatha is actually a villain. Apparently, she is not uh, someone that was trying to help. She inadvertently helped Wanda, but she wasn't trying to. Yeah. She just wanted the power for herself. Old greedy bitch. But yeah. So. Vision is back online without a mind stone. He is, but he, I, well, okay. So I think that signified the 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 end of their relationship. They're not going to get back together because that's not her vision. He's something else now. He has he has the yeah. He technically is himself. He's just not. He is and he isn't. It's like they're not going to get back together. It's like I think her vision is dead, and this new and this slash new slash old vision isn't the vision she knows and he has to go find himself again and whoever he finds is not going to be the vision she loves he'll be yeah. someone new hence the reason they brought up the whole ship of thesis yes essentially yeah their their, their relationship is gone like she's gonna have to move on and, and learn to cope and that's sad yeah and but i mean we can hold out hope maybe they can reconnect i think it would undermine that goodbye they had though what do you think? Yeah, would they ever went back together? If they ever got back together, that vision and her, would it undermine the, the, the goodbye that they had in the house before he disappeared? 
Yeah, because he technically wasn't real. He was just part of the mind stone that lives in that's, her. Yeah, that's yeah, the, the vision that yeah, the emotion. So basically, she, had. she basically did that herself. I mean, yes, he was real, but he wasn't. So it's more or less she kind of not controlled him, but no, she created the yeah. The, essentially, what she feels for him, her, her love, all the feelings she has for him, and her memory of him popped out of her, and that's what he was. And I gotta say, that's some that's some mad flattery right there. That is beautiful that she thought so highly of him and loved him so deeply that he was yeah that's what he came that's what she came up with there was nothing he was almost like his real his true self yeah and um i just want to say paul bettany you suck for giving everybody hope that you know that we were going to get a super surprise cameo on this finale when it was just you Mm. all right so basically he said this on good morning america they were guessing people like Benedict Cumberbatch or Patrick Stewart. And I honestly thought Benedict Cumberbatch was going to pop up because this was supposed to be a lead in to WandaVision. And even said, I was thinking, God, they're going to, um, that's a good idea. They're going to be so disappointed when they find out it's me. <laughs> like low key, that's not even cool, man. But yeah, very good finale. Wanda took the dark hold. She did. I'm guessing that was Bruce's cabin from The Incredible Hulk. It was it though, or did she make another one? I don't know. It kind of looked like it. I gotta go. Why back did and she? Watch did he just say, "Yo, if y'all ever need a place to chill, I got y'all, fam. Here's the keys to the cabin." He just passed around the, the Avengers um uh, uh compound. Maybe. I mean, there's no more Avengers compound, and he probably gave her the key after Endgame because remember the compound got devastated. Thanos nuked that shit. Remember. All right, but yeah, a uh, hell of a finale. Uh, she basically split her consciousness in two while she was making coffee. Well, yeah, so she can do think two things at once. So basically, she yeah, is over. The, she, yeah, she's overpowered right now. Well, Wanda's always been overpowered, so this can finally end the debate on who is the strongest Avenger, because don't forget, Wanda was about to murk Thanos. Oh, most definitely. I mean, so was Carol. Uh, yeah, because they're both powered by stones. Yes. Are we really going to do this? Are we really going to have the same argument that... No, Darcy I mean, ultimately, and- Wanda will win because she has, she has control over reality. So Wanda, I mean, Carol just has, a, a, you know, a massive amount of cosmic energy. That's pretty much it. Now, both of them took a lot of hits. Like, she got blasted with the ship, with the dark... Uh, what, was, what was his name of his ship? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, she, she got blasted. She took a direct hit. She didn't really block that blast. She kind of just deflected it at the last minute and hit the ground. She was gone, done, done for the rest of the fight. Carol got slapped in the face by the Power Stone. Both of them took heavy, massive amounts of damage to get knocked out of the fight. So that, that's a testament to both of their skills. All right, just saying. Yeah. And if you guys ever see Anthony Mackey, stop touching him, okay? Why? <laughs> I'm going to put the soundbite in here from D. So an 8 Mile fan, ironically enough, is usually like a cool, hip, like middle age, just down to earth, real cool cat. But Marvel is usually either a middle aged dude who's very grabby and touchy or a teenage kid who can't hold their shit. Like there's no in between. It's like, you know, little girls giggle and run away. Little boys just stop and freak out. 
and middle-aged dudes just always want to touch you and never leave you alone. It's the weirdest <laughs> shit ever. It's the weirdest weird. But he explains why. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't want to. I would. I might shake his hand. That's about it. Maybe get. Maybe ask for a picture if it's appropriate. I'm doing a fist bump. COVID. I ain't touching nobody's hand. Fist bump, elbow, whatever. I mean, Photo selfie. Yeah. I'm not doing the hugging. I don't need to hug another dude. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Um, oh, yeah. So implications with Monica. Um, yeah. Her power. She she uh, phased through those bullets. So, yeah. Well, she's going to eventually get her, her special ability. Her. Yeah. Because she, you know, I guess she went on light uh, stream or something on her on, on, that, on the bullets. So there was that. Uh, Evan Peters was not Quicksilver from the old uh, from the no she Fox he University. was not his name, he, was his name is uh, yeah <laughs> Ralph Boner Ralph Boner was it Ralph yeah Ralph Boner okay but yeah so Agnes is now stuck as a puppet in Westview and the citizens of Westview were free. I wonder if Wanda's ever going to have a house built on that property. I mean, they own it. No, nah, it was how she had a vision. If she... Uh... Look, man, if I own property, I'm building a house. That's um, all I'm saying. Yeah, but she was going to build that with her... With her, her I know, her... but she can buy it. She can build a house and rent it out. Have your money, make money. Look, she ain't gonna do that. That house was for her and him. She, no one else is living there. That's it. She was gonna keep that lot there, and that's it. <laughs> Just pay property taxes on the empty lot. Okay. Yeah, she will. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, all in all, good series. I really wish there was another episode. We gotta find out what's going on with the kids. Uh, oh yeah! At the end, they came. They came back. Uh, they, they, they. You heard the little sound there. Yeah, Jared, did, Jared didn't hear it, so I told him to rewatch that. But um, not sure if they're gonna go the Mephisto route because Nightmares in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, so they might make them part of Nightmare's soul. Possibly. Well, as long as the end, the end result is them getting uh, actual, you know, tangible, tangible life. Yeah. But. Kevin Peters also spoke about, you know, being a special guest on WandaVision. He said, I'm such a huge fan of the Marvel Universe. It was cool to come over and hang out with all those guys. So, yeah. What's um, Kat Denning's uh, next Marvel project? There's no word on if she's in Thor, Love, and Thunder just yet. I mean, she has a connection to Jane Foster. I know, but still. I mean, no news just yet. Right. Uh, Let's uh, do a wrap. Or post it. Yeah, so... We are going to call night. I think I swallowed the chicken bone. I mean, bro, you should be used to some small bones at this point. No, one of the wings broke and no, it fucked you. All right, um, this is Bernard. Yeah, this is Samir. And that was another exciting episode of the Angry Blurs podcast. Join us next time. Same Blur channel, same Blur network. All right, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Samir sucks because he's over here making jokes, man. I got chicken bones now. If you're talking, you're fine.
That means you can breathe. Wow. Okay. Um, you suck. We will see you guys next week. Be sure to. I already said that. Rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Live long, prosper. We will see you guys. Stay next frosty. Week. Stay frosty, like Samir said. This episode might be up a little late, so enjoy the previous cut of episode 34. Don't just don't don't tell them to watch that. Cut take that thing down. That was an awful uh, attempt. Whose Who's fault was that, Mister? I'm tired. I didn't say that. I just say, yo, uh, well, let's just go ahead and cut this short because I I, I had no energy or something like that. Point. Is, I didn't sound like no bitch. Yeah, you sometimes, sometimes do right, time, guys. Man. We will see you next week. Peace. You didn't show any new pitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. Hmm. <sighs>